Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Service Briar Bank from Platform 6, Victoria Line and National Rail Services. This is us. Let's go. Come on then, boy. Nice fossil. It's a dried out rat. Yeah. There's a lot of dead animals. Here he is. <laughs> Ready to go. Yeah. Do you know this station's haunted? It is not, is it? Yeah, I'm not even joking. Well, That's why I was like... I was when, getting a little chill waiting for you. It's a bit cold today, isn't it? When you dumb. said about, let's meet here, yeah. at Liverpool Street Station, by the way, I was like, perfect, because that's haunted. Well, I've, done a bit, I've done a bit of research, so I obviously I have no idea where we're going or what we're doing. Yeah. You have routes. I, well, I need to get an oyster cut if we're going on. Are we going trains or walking? Like? Bit of both. I've got... <laughs> I've got a big route planned that yep. if it gets half a good day and we've got loads left, I've got bits I can trim out. Okay. So we've got I've got an adjustable route. But I'll tell you what, come over here. Straight away with the recorder, guys. Well, I, <laughs> I wanted to fly straight into it because I wanted to catch you off guard with a ghost story. Okay, go on. I'll tell you what, hold that. You love it, don't you? <laughs> sorry, sorry. You can't make it up, right? He's got a little backpack he's going into. What have you got? Oh, my God, you've actually got, like... Okay, I'm, oh, excited. Yeah. I'm excited by this. Yeah, I'm like your personal walking tour guide today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is awesome. We're in London, by the way. We're at Liverpool Street Station. So um, there was a ghost scene in overalls in this station. And I was, when I heard this, I was thinking... He's a maintenance worker. He's yeah. just, <laughs> <a> maintenance <laughs> worker. just going to the toilet, taking five. Yeah, uh, so I'll tell you what. Unfortunate commuters yeah. uh, were, have described witnessing a man in overalls patrolling the platform at night as if he was waiting for a train. Yeah, OK. Maintenance worker on the way home, yeah. right? Um, making the story even more toe-curling is the night shift workers who are renovating the station in 2000. They claim to have even spotted the ghost on CCTV. So far, not spooky. I've seen. I watched some CCTV stuff last night, and I've got to say, it, it didn't. It's not holding up because it because it stops. It it looks like he's jumping the whole time, but it wasn't great. An employee went on to investigate and said he went on to investigate one of the guys who saw it on. So the one of the guys thing. who works here, they, they yeah. went down. I've seen it on camera, and yeah. there was no one there. But the bloke who was watching the CCTV said he was standing next to someone else. Yeah, the one I watched on YouTube, like, someone walked through the figure when they went down to see it, and you see it on the tape, but when they're in, in person they couldn't see it, which is quite a common... It is a good bit, though. <laughs> it is good. OK, go on. A second visit to the platform again came out empty, except for a pair of white overalls left <laughs> on the bench. <laughs> oh, my God, they actually found the overalls. Where are, they, where are the overalls now? That's what I want to know. The dinners, are they at the V&A museum? They always stop when you want the last bit of information. They're in a yeah. museum, they've got to be. Oh, wait, there's a possible explanation at the bottom. OK. Liverpool Street Station is said to have been built on a mass burial ground. Yeah, but everything's been built on something. Given birth to rumours of hundreds of ghosts roaming the local area. Hundreds. Hundreds. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I don't no know wonder there's a chill in there. No, it is cold in there. Yeah. I, don't think, I can imagine at night when these places, like... Yeah. Is there a cut-off point? Will they be, like, empty? Well, the last trains go at midnight normally in most stations. I don't want to tell you anything that I've researched because I'm sure it's on your list. So I looked up like 10 most haunted like places in London. Yeah, I looked up some of them. What I've done is I've just picked out a few that were good for the route we were going okay. on. 
Um, so we'll see. If I bring up something, you're like, oh, I know about this, then you can jump in. Yeah, yeah, cool. Okay. Um, so I should probably introduce the show. I thought it might be quite fun to go straight into it. Yeah, okay. Cool. Okay, you're listening to Weird Tales and the Unexplainable. Tannoy announcement over me. Uh, this is Bob Shoy, and you might have heard with me is Mr. James Stein. Mr. Stein. Hello. Reappearing. <laughs> the reappearance. Um, and it, basically he was in London visiting, and he said, do you want to come down? I had a free day, and I thought, why not make it one of our a la Weird Weymouth episodes, a weird London walking uh, tour? It's quite cool. It would be quite cool to explore. I think there's a, there's a lot more than I thought there would be, because obviously when you think of the city anyway, you think it's so crowded. Yeah. It's like I said in the, in the episode with the boot. There's so many people in that bloody pub. Why would a ghost want to be there? But yeah. Like there are like some of these places I've looked at. Like there are quite yeah because there's so many areas. It's steeped in folklore and history. There's and, so and, much. Yeah, there's so much history as well. When I looked it up last night to try and plan a day, I was like, "This is not going to be one episode." Yeah, I was, I'm gonna have to I come was back really here. surprised at how much because I don't know because you just see I, in your head you seem to vision it with all the glim and glamour and all the uh, all these old kind of places like buildings that yeah. are left to decay and, and the tunnels and yeah yeah yeah. So I'm we'll probably going to that later on. Realistically, but. just to get the main places that I wanted to go on my list, this is going to be like three episodes. It'll be like three day trips okay. I'd have to do. Um, so you've got Mr. James Stein with you on this one. I know one of them at least, Beef and Tiss, like the classic duo, are going to be with me. Uh, another one, and then we'll see who I enlist for the third. But yeah, here we go. A lot of American listeners have been asking for me to do some stuff on London. Oh, okay, cool. So yeah. here's your uh, Weird London part one. Little, little treat. So you ready to get moving then? Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. stop one. I thought go to somewhere classic. Okay, so on. let's head to the Tower of London. I've never been. I've never been. I'm well, so let's go. Let's I've go. got my list. Yes, brilliant. Okay, amazing. Such a miserable day, isn't it? So there's, there's Tower of London. There it is. It is yeah. I've never seen it. Let's go. Can I stand here? Yeah, of course you can. No, back on the train. <laughs> seen it. Go no, on. get in. Get inside. It's raining. There you go. Old Towsy. What do you know? Because I'm literally classic tourist here. All I know is what I said is that... The ravens are protected on the, at the Tower of London, and if they've ever left the towers, apparently all of um, society would come crumbling down. Basically, yeah, yeah, there's an old saying. I've got it written down in my bag. I'll get out in a minute. Uh, but like you say, yeah, there's, they still keep that tradition. There's always six ravens kept on site. Is the people protect them? Isn't there like the they clip their wings so they can't fly away? Wow, they keep six ravens on site. I know they used to keep animals at the Tower of London as well like there used to be like a zoo and stuff yeah yeah um, and, and the crown jewels are in the Tower of London aren't they that's so, right yeah, yeah but I've never been no. in you've never no <laughs> you've never been in either no okay. Beef's been in there Beef loved it yeah so what uh, What ghost stories around Tower of London well should we walk a bit closer see, we, see how close we can get and maybe we'll find a little bit of shower <laughs> okay. here we are then <laughs> here we are outside the Tower of London a bit pricey to get in yeah standing outside <laughs> the ticket booth uh, just looking at it <laughs> It's magical. It is magical. Can't put a price on that view in the rain, can you? Really? The thing is, you're getting the best stuff from being out here because you're looking at it. I don't know. Well, I don't know what it's like inside. So <laughs> yeah, I'm talking yeah, out my you're ass. Talking absolute crap. Anyone in there will say like, "Get in." It's where it's all happening. They used to execute people in there. <laughs> right. It's getting onto that. Yeah. Twenty-two people executed inside that building. What the whole time it was in yeah, operation. Yeah, yeah. How long was it in operation? Do you don't know? know how long they executed. So, how long? I don't know how <laughs> the long. The stuff I Oh, the ravens. You've said about the ravens. Yeah. Okay. What do you know? The, about this the expression is, if the ravens leave the tower, the kingdom will fall. Yeah. Okay. Which is really cool. That's quite yeah. noble. Uh, at least six ravens are kept at the Tower of London at all time for superstitious reasons. That's mental, isn't it? This well, is I what I find crazy you, about I society. How, I love this superstition, though. How did it become a thing in the first place? What? But still, with the knowledge and yeah, awareness that we have in this moved, day and age, on, like, yeah, but we still got to keep six wing-clipped ravens in the well, tower just let, in you case. Can't, you can't let them go. What are you doing, Derek? <laughs> Jesus. Um, Why are you protecting them? The flock of resident ravens even includes a spare, <laughs> spare raven <laughs> knocking about in case, just in in case, case one gets away. Really? Um, and each raven has its wing clipped to make sure it doesn't fly too far from I home. I hate to be those ravens. Do you know what I mean? The they're thinking, can we just go out for a day? Yeah. Going, Listen, mate, you've got to stay in. Yeah, the amount of sights around here. Yeah, they haven't seen, seen any of it. They've been we're in the tower. We're on the two pounds of parliament. Yeah, let's spread our wings. No, stay in the room. Right, what else we got about it? So there's many famous ghosts inside that building. I think I read there's a woman but uh, I don't know I think I'm just making it up I can't remember go on what do you know oh, I found something about like there's a woman in like white that appears or something like that A white, the white lady yeah okay so I actually have her something them, yeah. yeah okay I thought I was kind of making it up um, she said to haunt the white tower which is probably that that one over there the little white oh okay tower yeah. off the side it's like an annex tower okay um, she stands in the window waving to children in the building opposite it's just a cleaner <laughs> 
It's just getting a bit ridiculous. You've got six ravens in a room that aren't allowed out, and they've got some women up there waving. Yeah. Well, okay, carry on. I want to hear about the rest of them. Uh, Queen Anne Boleyn haunts it. Okay. Well, now it's getting juicy. Anne Boleyn was one of her Henry VIII's wives yeah. that was executed. She haunts the place of her execution. She was executed in there. She's she one of the 22. Was. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I never knew Anne Boleyn was. That's quite interesting. That's historical interest there. That's really cool. Um, and I know we have a lot of like history buffs who listen to the she show. Would so be, like she would stuff. be myth, though, wouldn't you? Really? Yeah, yeah. If, if Henry was acting like that, uh, people have seen her leading a procession down the aisle of a chapel, there you go. as See. well as a headless body in the tower's corridors. See, that's what I want to do. Rather than like fuck this bunch of tourists, <laughs> yeah, fuck these wankers. Right? I want to go in there at shit. night when it's empty. Yeah. They're never going to let me. Obviously, <laughs> what's not going to happen? Apparently, one time they lost the key. <clears throat> okay. So one one of the keys went missing in there, and they just changed the whole locking system in the whole building. That was only a few years ago. Whole, so, yeah, they're not going to let you in there on your own. I feel like they're a bit paranoid in there. <laughs> yeah, first like the hinds up, the crown jewels. That would be why. That would be why. Yeah. <laughs> I literally was thinking, what is going on there? But it's yeah. too, 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 too organised in there. Um, the okay. most famous ghost yeah. isn't Queen Anne Boleyn, though. Oh, yeah, but that's the one I find the most interesting. Yeah, me too. The history that's why right. I dropped it in first. Yeah. Right, fair. What have we got? Um, Arbella Stewart. Arbella? <laughs> yeah. Arbella. Oh, no, Arbella. Okay, Arbella Stewart. She was James the First's cousin. Okay. Right. The king. I'm your first cousin. <laughs> I'm James's first cousin. <laughs> yeah, we've got, got a lot in common with Arbella. She was James the First's cousin. Okay. Who was imprisoned at the tower and possibly murdered here. Uh, she's said to stay in the Queen's house. So they say that's the most famous ghost, but they don't give yeah, you a lot of Yeah, but that one's the most boring, like, because yeah. she's hanging around in the Queen's house. There's uh, one more famous haunting. But one more famous ghost. Yeah, well... So 22 people in total were executed when it was up and running, and there's about six ghosts. I didn't say one more ghost, I said one more haunting. It's two ghosts. What, together? Two young princes. Oh, those, 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 those rascals. <laughs> Edward V and his brother Richard. Classic. They were considered illegitimate and banished by Parliament to the Tower. Yeah. Witnesses have seen them in nightgowns holding on to each other in panic in one of the castle rooms. Their skeletons were found beneath the staircase in the White Tower. Oh, mate, that's horrible. Yeah. That's why, are they grabbing, why are they grabbing onto each other in panic? Like, terrified, because they were locked up there. Because they were illeg- illegitimate kids, apparently. So they were young kids. Like, yeah, quite yeah. Young. Two, a children ghost is the most scary. Yeah, yeah. Keep it like, go for ghosts as pit 22, I'm kind of, kind of thinking I can handle it. So you but. don't want any more children ghosts? There's loads. That's half the day done. <laughs> might well call it a day then. Keep going, it's terrifying. Um, and that, that's all I got on uh, the Tower of London. So by the sounds of it, the White Tower is like the hot spot. Seems for like Because yeah. if you're saying two in that tower, should we go and see if that actually, do you want to go and Should we go, right, well, I think that's the White Tower. Hold on to the recorder a second, let me put these in my yeah, yeah. Right, so we're having a walk. Try and see if we can get closer. If we go down there, it looks like there might be shelter oh, on there. The thing is, we're just guessing what the White Tower is. <laughs> yeah, but... Come on, they don't know that. <laughs> because if don't give it me, away. Give me, what does this say about Tower London? Oh, it's just a map of the area. Yeah, but it might say White Tower. No, <laughs> Byron Tower, Thomas's Tower, Bloody Tower. Bloody Tower. <laughs> I think it's that one. <laughs> one that yeah, yeah it isn't a tower though. Well, should we walk up? This is Tower Bridge here. Okay. So you can telephone when you get back down to Weymouth that you walked on Tower no, Bridge. I think I've been on it before. Oh. You want to get a picture of it? Yeah. Classic. James is going to take some snappy snaps throughout the day. They're going to be on the blog, uh, the new website, weirdtalesintheunexplainable.com. Although, like, I'm sure all the listeners know what the Tower of London looks like. It's a little bit more special when you know James has taken it. Don't you think that might be the White Tower? This one here? Yeah. I think this is it. We've, we're I'm below where we thought, not that little thing. <laughs> that, it's got to be that. That isn't the tower, that's a big yeah. hoop. I know. No, that's got to be it. So we're standing next to the White Tower now, the haunted old White Tower. Get, I'll get a picture of it. Right, so we're leaving the tower. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, it's cool. I've definitely learned some new stuff about it that I've never knew anyway. Um, about Anne Boleyn, all the rest of it. Those creepy children, those creepy princes. But, uh, no, it's cool. Right, on to the next one. What you got planned? Um, I'll have to look at my plan, so we'll see. I want to get on the uh, undercover again. Okay, we've we got, got, bit... we got to get another train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll be hopping on and off trains all day. So, we just had a massively long walk detour because we got lost. Uh, one of the places we was going to go to I just haven't found so we just cut that off maybe for another episode you're so honest you don't need to tell them that well, we're, we're at a new place we found another secret Can't we're you? standing outside the Victor Wind did you say wind or wind? I say wind because it's funny Victor Wind <laughs> Museum <laughs> of Curiosities Fine Arts and Natural History there's a ram's head in the window well let's go and have a look in the window and see what we see it's just like uh, Curiosities those shoes are ridiculous some tin shoes right genie shoes 
Uh, ram's head, there's a dried up frog on a bit of rope. Why is the dried up frog? What do you think? This is what I mean, I don't understand who's let this happen. A lot of effort has gone into hanging up that frog. Where they've got it from in London, I don't know that, where that frog's come from. <laughs> Just look at it. Yeah, I know. And then what we've got here, we've got like, that looks like a mole claw. Yeah. This is the weirdest window display I've ever seen. Do you want to go inside? Yeah. They sell cocktails as well. They're selling it as well. They're selling that phone for a tenner. Just walking past and just sort of wondered what it was. So, yeah, it's a good thing. I don't know what I think about this place. Look, I'm intrigued by the equally like. I don't know if I'm disgusted or I like it, but I can't make that one way. Do you want to go downstairs to it? We can if you want. I reckon it'd be quite good. Can we go down to the museum? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, after, after you, James. Okay, so... Right, so the first thing you see is half a baboon screaming. <laughs> it doesn't... And... <laughs> Gabo out. <laughs> Gabo out. Look, they've got the two-headed sheep in it. Yeah. So did you think you'd be here today? No. This is the kind of stuff I would go to, though. This is, like, quite unique. Oh, All right, okay. I'm glad I found this then. Right, <laughs> just for the listeners to say what I'm saying, is um, they're made up. Two people made out of wire, <laughs> hanging out on a wire. <laughs> piece of paper. One of them. You'll see that. I can only um, describe it as the index, index finger is in an area. Basically, some a man with glasses. Placing it inside his rectum. I can't even say it. It's, it's completely destroyed me. Right. What is the point of that? Is it, why is it look like something? Oh, for <laughs> you press a little button and it just lights it up if you haven't seen it already. Oh, it starts moving, oh, the finger goes up and down. Okay, so we're in a, a room uh, which is full of curiosities. So in here there's a hedgehog. Well, there's also a stuffed two-headed sheep. I'll take a picture of it. Just because this is what everyone wants to see. What do you think of a two-headed sheep, though? Would it have to eat more grass? Then you get a picture of me next to this big skull. And I'll even leave this bit in so they know when they're listening the picture James taking me next to the skull. That is a giraffe skull. Is it? Yeah, because you could... Brittany was saying this to me the other day, because she... Oh, right, of course, it's got the big yeah, things yeah. on top. Which, uh, which you wouldn't think are actually both. Yeah, yeah. What I want to know is who's selling this. Where mm. are they... Where, who's the supplier? Okay, um, I'm not going to go through and explain everything, but I've just uh, explained a few choice things that we spot on our walk through here. Ooh. How do you explain that? It's literally, it's not, I don't even know, what is actually a person? I don't know, it's pretty horrible. That is actually, there's someone... <laughs> it makes me feel really uncomfortable yeah. walking past it. Yeah, some things I can't this explain. This is cool, we can, talk about, we can talk about this. So basically what I'm seeing oh, is... It's a flea circus, right? Is I've got two flies at a table with some drinks <laughs> in a cardboard theatre. And there's two uh, beetles on stage dancing. But you can light, you can light up. Hmm. And then there's <laughs> a skull in a cabinet with headdresses of feather on it. I feel like that should have been left in whatever ancient temple it was found in. Yeah. Don't bring it out here. Causing curses. Please return. There's no way they were saying, yeah, take it home. <laughs> return the sender. How they got that through customs, I don't know. And that. How they got the man with half a face missing through customs. Yeah, some of this stuff, I'm like, okay, sort of quite funny. Some of it actually makes my stomach feel a little bit funny. I feel alright to be fair. Yeah. And this, coming up. What do you think about that? Right, let me just go and investigate. You're, you're doing what you did in No Fault when we were kids, getting nervous. Yeah, these are the sort of, I'm quite claustrophobic as well. So that's when I... It's these places that make me feel funny because it's tight. Well, how do you feel about that? That's right. I don't understand why people get upset about, like, dolls and stuff. That's Dora the Explorer. That's fine to me. You know who Dora the Explorer is? Yeah, it's a cartoon. I don't like that. No, I don't like that. There's a, a mannequin being hung. Oh, oh, I wonder if they do like readings or stuff in it, probably. There's like a little room where you do tarot readings. Take a picture of that, that's good. I'd love to get like a tarot reading in that little booth. Didn't think I'd ever see one in real life. I've heard about these. Shrunken head? Yeah. They look real, they look real as well. Do you want one? Do you want to hear about that? Obviously there's a Goosebumps book about them. Yeah, how I got my shrunken head. Yeah, do you remember, do you remember that one? Oh, even there. I'll tell you, I told you I'd take you somewhere places. I don't even know, I'm standing by him, but I don't even want these. Yeah, I keep he, doing that. I keep standing next to things and looking and being like, oh, hello. There's a dried cat in a cabinet. 
drive. At no point upstairs did they say, oh, it's five quid, but it's a drive cat down there. They don't want to tell you that. They missed the Alps, finally. I find it a bit of a mismatch though. Like some of it, I'm like, oh, cool, like a shrunken head. Yeah, creepy. And some of it, I'm like, why? It's like gimmicky. Like padding. I don't want to touch it. No, I wouldn't touch that. <laughs> it's an ancient book, and it looks like literally it's been used for spells. It's got like a. I can't even understand the text. It's got. I feel like if I take a picture of it, I feel like the pictures I'm going to take out here, I'll get and, like look at them properly, and it'll be like everything in them. Like I don't. Think. They've got something really nice there. They've got some, like nice fossil. Next to a dried out rat. Yeah. There's a lot of dead animals. It's not obsession with a lot, uh, lot of beetles and spiders. They're quite cool, the butterflies are. Things in jars. Celebrity poos, Kylie Minogue's. No. Apparently Kylie Minogue's poos in it. No. I don't believe that for a second. I don't know I don't know who's come down and gone, it's a great idea, get it going. Honestly, What's this area down here? There's like a sitting area. See, this is a place to do oh a seance as well. God, there's a skeleton in the table. Oh, wow. I'll get a picture of that one. <laughs> I'll take a picture I love that your reaction to it when you see it, you're just taken aback every time. There's a mermaid on the roof. Is that. I'm going to sit. I need to sit at this table. Yeah, okay. Well, let's sit down here. So we're just sat at the table. Do you know what I mean? When, when you see stuff like this down here, and they're saying, oh, we're a bar and that, and we do food upstairs, I think I don't want to see the fucking food. Because I tell you what, I, honestly, there is so much here that I don't know how to. where to begin. Yeah. When the first thing you see when you walk in a room is a screaming baboon, you know you're in a whole room. Do you know what I mean? Honestly, that's, that's kind of... And now I'm sitting at a table with Jim's here, in the middle. This is... This is... I can't... And what is that? Is that a, I think they've got a tiger. It's, I don't know if that's real. I don't think it is. But it looks like a tiger skeleton in a cage. I've taken a picture of it, which I'll put on the... I'll give to Bob, but... Jesus Christ. These people aren't afraid, are did you Did you expect this is where you're going to be today? No, I, again, like I like unique stuff, but even for me, this is. A well, this is what I tried to get. There aren't of. many people that I would know who'd want to come in here. You've got. I've tried to give you a little mix of classic ghost news, historical things, yeah, and then just something weird. Because we did Tower of London, and then this. Yeah, that's what I mean. You go from Tower of London, it's all friendly with all the ticket office and all those little tourists of the brollies, and now I'm sitting at a table with a guy who's dead. And a, tiger, <laughs> and a tiger in a cage. It's just <laughs> sitting, just sitting here with a cadaver. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Five minutes ago, I was a market stall. Someone was selling veg, and that was too full on. You know and I mean? now I'm looking at someone's meat and two veg. Yeah. His hands covering this test, is not it? Yeah. Do you think he's real? I don't know. Do you know what I mean? A lot of people say this is art, but I think if I was his family and I knew this had happened, I'd be down and get him out. <laughs> Honestly, I would. I wouldn't be out if I was related to him. But what do you think if this is a real skeleton? Yeah. What do you think about the idea that they do seances down there? Literally every dead body. Do you know what I mean? Like, this is one of those things. Like, we were saying this earlier, right? Um, everyone kind of... If someone has a hobby and it's not hurting anyone, let them do it. But I'm, I'm honestly saying shut it down. I want to be in a seance. Would you come down here? Would you come here and do it? With yeah, them? Oh, yeah. They would annoy me, though. Because there's a point where, like, what they're doing is okay... Yeah. To a point where, like, I like I like art and the fact that it challenges what you think, and this place is definitely challenging what I'm used to. But at the same time, is there a line? Because if there is, if it was done respectfully, yeah, no, it is. I was about to say, I was about to say, if the sounds was done respectfully, I want to be in. But what's just, respectful? Just being, being over, in, over, yeah, over yeah, the guy's okay, just body. being in this room is already not respectful. Yeah, this everything in here is like okay. If I brought my grandma here, she wouldn't be able to handle it. I'm telling you, there's no way. I, I won't be able to tell them about this. They'll say, what did you do on the holiday? I say, I won't, I won't be able to tell him about it. That's fucking hairy vagina on the wall. In the picture. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Well... Look at that. There's a threesome happening there. Japanese threesome under a tree. That's not My favourite band. That's not giving him any shelter. You're learning, Zion. Yeah. <laughs> Get some tips. Right. So there you go. See, I didn't even realise that. Do you know what I mean? I just turn around as a dude. His fist is somewhere it shouldn't be. It's just... It's, and then the word anus keeps popping up. I think I don't think I'll be getting out of it. I don't know what. <laughs> Honestly, I, don't, I feel like that, that top bit, we're going to hear a hatch go in a minute, and that'll be it. Then we've got another two of them. Yeah, they've got another. And then it'll be like hostile. They'll send out some dark guy in a bloody... And then Furbies. There's a lot of... I'll never look at Furbies in the same way. There's a lot of penises. I, I have noticed. Yeah, well, now you've pointed that, that is standing out, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who's that on the wall, that... Uh, he's the most normal person in it that picture there's a picture of a guy on the wall and he looks worried and I understand why if I was sitting around if I was, my picture was next to all this shit that is the face I'd be putting his face is 
he's the most normal thing in it because he's thinking we've gone too far and as you say that I look up at a yeah, mermaid on the ceiling mermaid, and I'm like <laughs> I don't know what else this place if, I definitely would say if you're in London if you're visiting and you're a tourist um, what was this place called I would say Dr. It's, Victor Wynn's House of Curiosities or something like that all the on, places we're going to be on the blog yeah I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak to Dr. Victor I think you should definitely experience it though like as much as I'm kind of slagging this place off a little bit I've never been anywhere like it House of Curiosities I don't think I'll come back though for a fiver it's worth poking your head in once do you think because you were you, you were kind of like oh but I'm kind of happy we came down and had a look it's, it's kind of what I was expecting yeah <laughs> how could you expect this uh, I don't know in your head you're like oh <laughs> James to be honest what's going to be down there screaming baboons and fucking dead bodies and tables there's no way you had that clocked no based on upstairs you get a vibe of what you might see is it weird how comfortable I feel sitting here I, this is actually a really comfortable place to sit. Like, no, no. I want to hold the podcast on this table every time. No, no, it's really strange, but, like, I've kind of, I keep forgetting. I think, oh, sorry. And I feel like we've got to, you know, give them a little bit to talk about. But they're definitely, like, challenging stuff to the point where, like, I, I said to you upstairs, I don't know if it's interesting or disgusting. I don't know. There's no, I have a high level of disgust, but at the same time, curiosity. So it's really weird feelings in this place. Do you think some of it, an answer honestly? Verges on the edge of disrespect. <laughs> what do you mean? Why are you saying verges? You know full well it does. Right, let's go get some lunch. I don't think I can eat after this. <laughs> this is nothing. You should, if you come in here, make sure you eat before because there's no. Well, no, because you. No, you won't. Either way, you're fucked if you come here. I'm just saying, like honestly, I, it, I think it's been made by someone. Whoever's made this, I don't. I don't think. I think they're in prison because it's it's very. You know, people say they're, they're police officers, they try and analyse the mind of a psychopath. Mm-hmm. Come in here, you understand what they're thinking. It's like being a psychopath's brain. There's a giant spider crab in a cabinet over there. See you next time. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Another underground station? Yeah, so we're now in Bethnal Green Underground. And I'll tell you what I've researched about here, Come and then. you can go into what you have. Yeah. So basically, I heard the story was, obviously, during World War Two, a lot of people would come here to escape from the bombing and hide in Bethnal Green Station underground. Right. And unfortunately, due to the amount of numbers and capacity they could hold in the station, people wouldn't realise there's already 500 people down here. So a big explosion went off nearby and caused a panic amongst the people. And um, sadly, quite, uh, quite a few people died that night. Um... But the story I heard is about a worker here who was here at night in one of the offices in the under well, around where we are, and he could hear crying. Yeah, so he heard crying and he went to investigate, and then he heard like panics. He words he can describe like panic, that kind of noise, people rushing and ladies screaming and stuff like that. So apparently, victims from World War Two still haunt the tunnels of the underground. Um. Yeah. Similar to what I've, I, well, what I've got here is the haunting sounds of women and children screaming have been heard by countless witnesses yeah, yeah, yeah. over extended periods of time, and like they say, uh, 126 women and children uh, were among the 173 people. So the 173 yeah, yeah. people, but 126 of them were women and children. Yeah, those levels were the less men, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, passengers and station employees have heard blood-curdling screams filling the narrow passageways of Bethnal Green for many years. So scary. Imagine coming down here at night and hearing that. You can, you can imagine, you take the people out of here. Yeah. It would be quite... I mean, we're up at the top of the tunnel and that's just going <laughs> off. But down in the tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. But what else is that? Is that the main That's thing the one have... I know from Bethnal Green, yeah. Yeah. But I, I do like the idea that essentially, like... And also the idea that in the war people would use this place as a, like a base. Yeah, that's quite a lot because there's so many underground tunnels in London. Because you fit in my head, obviously based on my knowledge, I would I thought you know there was makeshift bunkers which there were above as well or underneath, but I didn't realise they were then using the underground oh, system yeah. as well, which I was, it was just silly really thinking about it. There's tunnels idea. all over London that we used for that. Yeah, yeah, which is very interesting. But cool. there we go. That's that one. Let's but, go get uh, some let's lunch. Go, let's get some lunchy lunchy poos. Okay. Just had some lunch and uh, we've taken a little walk from St Paul's yeah. tube station. And where are we now? Um, right, I don't really know much about this one at all. So we're kind of standing on a street corner. We're still in St Paul's area. Um, right. What's the name of that street over there? Bleeding Heart Yard. So I have no. That's what I noticed. There's a tavern on the corner in red. 
uh, called the Bleeding Heart Tavern, which looks quite yeah, creepy. Yeah. Right. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what happened here or the history behind. I've got a little story over why that place is called the Bleeding Heart Yard. Okay. So it's a bit of history. Okay. Let's go walk down it. I really loved finding these like weird places like this. So this is the Bleeding Heart Yard. It's like a back street. This is the Bleeding Heart Yard, so it's just literally like a dead-end back street. So everything around here, uh, for listeners, is there's loads of love hearts. Like the, the image I'm seeing is a love heart behind bars. Mm-hmm. So obviously you're going to go into it. There's a big two on the wall, which looks like. It's quite... It's all cobbled. It looks quite old-fashioned around where we are. Um, and there's, yeah, there's just a the theme of love heart and reds being used quite a lot. It looks like something out of a Tim Burton film, a little bit. Like, especially right. these lanterns and stuff. Hold that a second, I'll get the story out for you. This is interesting. So I found this story online. I thought it was quite interesting. Okay, I'm quite intrigued by this because it's this is this place looks like somewhere where you can you could easily miss this. Like I don't. Yeah. yeah. But I like the uh, yeah. I, I was trying to find a way. good range of like weird places to go to. So okay. we've had some. Uh, we've had the underground stations. You know, yeah. standard. Lots of hot ones of them. Yeah, yeah. We've had the Tower of London. That's a classic historical place. And we've also had some weird occult museum. Yeah, which was of curiosities. And so then this is something different again. Uh, Cobbled Courtyard. We're standing in now. Okay, so it is Cobble Courtyard. Okay, yeah. Cobble. Uh, named after a 16th century inn sign displayed on a pub called the Bleeding Heart. Maybe that tavern there. Yeah, probably um, is the same one. Displaying the heart of the Virgin Mary pierced by five swords was like the expression on the thing. Okay. But here's the legend of why that was called the Bleeding Heart in the first place. Okay. Legend says that the courtyard's name memorialises the murder of Lady Elizabeth Hatton. So this woman was murdered in this yard here. Wow, okay. Uh, where we're standing. What period? 1600s? 1926, okay. So um, her family owned the area around here, Hatton Garden. We actually walked past a road called Hatton Street so a minute actually, ago. They actually owned some of the areas. So they quite yeah, a wealthy yeah. family, like influential. Very rich. Okay. The story says that her body was found here on the 27th of January, 1926. Okay. Completely mutilated. All over this yard. Taught the, uh, the the expression that's gone down the description from the other time in the newspapers described her as being torn limb from limb, but her heart was still pumping blood. No. When they found her, the heart it was like that freshly done. The blood, the heart was still like pumping blood Pop-tay. out of itself. Pop-tay. Yeah. Wow. And that happened right here. And then this uh, bistro, it's actually a French bistro, bought these buildings, all these buildings around here, and they are now the Bleeding Heart Bistro, the Bleeding Heart. Okay. Yeah, and that's where we are now. I knew it was going to be a nice story, but the area doesn't necessarily give you like a strange vibe. It's definitely unique, but it's almost like the, I like the character of it. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like scared here at all, but no. it, it does harbour back almost to that kind of that story. Really suits it because it does feel quite old timey around yeah. it, especially the cobble street. Because you can imagine that cobble being the same cobble that was here when she and all that happened. But the idea that the heart's still going is mm. absolutely crazy. And so it must have stuck in everyone's memory so much that they just obviously memorialise the place but by you, yeah, calling you think, this place the Bleeding Heart it'd be interesting yard. to see if the tavern people and the bistro there they, they harbour back because it seems that they, they obviously I think they all come from that old they're legend. linking yeah. to it though yeah they're yeah. all linking to it so it's cool so it must be quite famous then yeah wow I like that so there we go the Bleeding Heart Yard I thought this would be quite a cool place to walk to and stand in the uh, location that someone was grizzly <laughs> murdered in a grizzly yeah, fashion that, that, like, you know what I mean? it's a nice place until you tell me that the fact it happened here as well there's something to standing in a place where something like that happened yeah it's strange it's like the veneer of like what you think it is going to be like disappears suddenly and it's yeah. like you can feel like see when you saw the love hearts everywhere you thought oh yeah, yeah you okay, almost, it's, not, it's almost got like an Alice in Wonderland feel to it like almost yeah, yeah. with the love hearts like the queen of hearts that's what, yeah, yeah, yeah. where my mind naturally went when I saw it so then to know that it's a gruesome story that harbours back to like the idea of yeah because it looks quirky it looks like it looks something that like is interesting because it's different this uh, French bistro apparently is like quite well known it's like tucked away here but it's um I don't know. I bet they do like a bloody steak and stuff. <gasps> uh, the description from the New Yorker said it was bleeding hard to find, but worth it. That's, I love, I love, I love the little lines like that. This is weird. I really like these lights there. You got the old kind of uh, lamps there. Take that. Where are we? We are in. I can't even read it. Phantom. What is the station called? 
Farringdon. Farringdon. Farringdon Station. So we're standing above the uh, bridge at the moment. There's a train going. <laughs> Bob's just dropped his bag. There's a train going at the moment underneath. It's quite busy here. Um, but you have more stories about... There's yeah. quite a lot around the trains, which I'm shocked at. Yeah, so many weird underground ghosts. Just yeah, but is it is it because is it a cliche area that like it's abandoned and obviously a lot of places won't be abandoned in London or is it or is it like because obviously when you when you put when you put the relevance of the World War Two into the other one, it, it, you can really kind of believe it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think um, right. So I'm intri- okay. I'll let you carry okay, on. So I've got it. Um, so what's the, the ghost from this station? <laughs> he doesn't wear overalls. He's known as. Ready for the name? Yeah. The Screaming Spectre of Farringdon. Okay. Do you like the name? <laughs> they always give him ridiculous names. Like... Okay. This unseen apparition has been terrifying passengers for years. It's a her, by the way. Okay. Her piercing screams send shivers down the spine of anyone unfortunate to be within hearing distance. Okay. So it's a woman screaming. <laughs> yeah. And dating back to the early days of the tube, this supernatural phenomena is reported as often now as it has ever been, with hundreds of witnesses confirming the horrific sounds. Wait <laughs> for that face, like. Because I'm waiting for a reaction. <laughs> well, I'd... I can't go, carry on. This is ghost noise, basically. And that's all there is to it, really. This isn't as exciting as some of the others. So just she's, she's, screaming. Just, she's just been screaming about. Yeah. So does anyone know why or why well, she, did she die down here? Funny you should say that. Possible explanation coming up. Okay. Generally believed. I love that they they say this is a possible explanation. Like they don't say, there's oh, it's no probably facts. not a ghost. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. They don't never say that. It's always like there's probably this ghost. Like that's the explanation. So, generally believed that this phantom is the ghost of young Anne Naylor, an 18th century orphan who was killed by her employer at a London workhouse at just age 12. Her body was dumped where the station now stands, oh, no. explaining the pain screams which continue to pass through. Farringdon's corridors. <laughs> to be fair, looking at this lot down here, if she started screaming now, you'd, you'd look at her for five minutes and get on the train. People are commuting, they're busy, they haven't got time for us. So, I mean, she's too much time on her hands. And here as well, I always annoys me with the idea that like ghosts are going to haunt somewhere. Like, but in the night, the witching hour. The witching hour, the old witching hour—it's all a load of bollocks, isn't it? Like, let's be honest. Like, Ooh. no, I, I, the whole witching hour, like, that's just—you that... don't believe in the witching hour. You know why I just, don't believe in the no, witching hour? No, because we can change every time. The time, time, is, the time. time is a made-up concept anyway. Like. The time—the time of the witching hour always changes. Some people say it's midnight. Yeah, yeah to no two. one knows. Some, no one some, knows. some people say yeah, three yeah, till yeah, four exactly. a.m. Yeah, yeah, people change it all the time. If, they, if we can't even agree on when it is, how can we agree on the fucking the screaming banshee? Yeah. To be honest, even at night. It's probably just the brake squeaking on the train. Just <laughs> show her out. <laughs> well, I could hear the squeaking then. Well, I was yeah. like, hang on a second, that could sound like a scream. I don't think this train station is that creepy, so who would be? Because it's too open. It's not deep down enough. Do you want to picture them where, they would, where she would scream? Down in the tunnels. Down oh, in the old t- tunnels. Underneath us. Underneath that road out there, it's a tunnel, isn't it? Are we getting the train from here? Yeah. Okay. Ready to jump on? She'd probably be on there. I, th- I think you don't need to. You don't even need to see a ghost because you see people screaming all the time. Tube's fucking full of them. No, no. Right, while we're, while we're down here, let's tell another little ghost story. We're at King's Cross Station. You ever been here? I think so. You must once, have. This once, is like yeah, one of the once, busiest once stations twice, in London. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think I've been here. Did you know it was haunted? No. Well, a cosmopolitan woman. <laughs> Spooky already. Uh, with long brown hair. Wearing modern clothing, this is getting. This is a modern ghost, first time ever. Yeah, but it's getting less spooky by the minute, isn't it? Or is it more spooky because you don't hear ghosts like this? No, I, I prefer ghosts. This, the ones I relate to more are the ones that are actually like it could be someone you know now, rather than thinking oh, they're dressed in bloody tights from the 18th century. I think why are they still kicking about? If it's someone like modern clothes, right? Carry on, I'm interested. She said to walk the corridors of the station. Okay. The lady is said to scream loudly. Oh, this is good. Same one. No, no, this is this is better. She's her sister. The lady is said to scream loudly with arms outstretched, but when people come to her aid, she disappears into thin air. Oh, mate, that that I like that. That's uh, that's a good case like story, that. right? Like that. Uh, the first sighting of the frightening apparition was in 1988, the year of my birth. <laughs> okay, <laughs> little fun fact. <laughs> when a commuter saw a woman appearing distressed and walked over to comfort her, only to pass right through her when she reached her. Oh, God. There have been many similar sightings since, all in the same spot. 
What's the spot? Don't know. <laughs> no, so the spot. Well, I've got a possible explanation for you. Okay. The infamous King's Cross fire of 1987 is believed to be the cause of this supernatural incident, which many people suggest um, that she may have been one of the victims of that tragedy. Do you reckon? I'm trying to think where the spot would be looking around. It says she wanders the corridors. How many, how many, how many floors are there? Here. It's a big station. So it could be yeah. Because yeah. there's like at least three. But this is the only, this is the only bit underground, is it? Or is it No, because you got to go. We're under, this is the um, Hammersmith and City Metropolitan Circle line. That's what we just got off. This is this tunnel. Okay. If you go up there, you go down to the Victoria line, and then down there to the Piccadilly line, and then down there to the Northern line. So all the, those are the tunnels down there. I love the fact that like that's a more recent one. I believe I, I, after, I uh, all the ones you've told me so far. That's the one I find. Obviously, the bleeding. Oh, it was actually true. Like that happened. Mm. I was a legend. Oh, it was a legend, ghost. wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but the station ghost. This is the one I believe the most, really, because it seems more. I don't know why I believe it more. Like just because it happened more recently. It's not like passed on generation to generation. It's like 1988, and it's carrying on from since then. Mm. It's quite an old ghost now, though. Sort of. <laughs> oh come on, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, we're 20, 20, uh, 29. 29. Yeah. Going up 29 years. Going up 29 birthday. Oh god. 29 years of haunting. <laughs> so, we're uh, walking along Highgate Cemetery along the road. It looks ancient. It, I've never been to the cemetery. I know it's a famous cemetery. Look at this. Like, the ground is just swallowing these like old tombs and gravestones. Like, there's some really. Yeah, it does look really old. It's a really old, weird, so creepy well. cemetery, and it's huge. This is just a part of London I've never been in, so yeah, this is a very strange yeah, look place. At, look at the ground, it's almost uneven. When you hear like the weird stories about sightings in Highgate Cemetery and you imagine it in this big old place, it's... Well, we're here in the daytime, but I can imagine at night there are so many. It's quite an eerie place now, and we're not even in it yet, we're just walking along the road. There's buildings out there, that's quite eerie. Yeah, I know we're not allowed in all of the cemetery, but I know I think we're allowed in some of it, so... It's big, isn't it? Yeah, it's huge. Well, okay, this will do, yeah. Right, so, Highgate Cemetery. So, yeah, um, basically, I, I, when, I, when I researched it, you've got the, the mystery around the uh, Highgate Vampire. That's what I've heard of. I'll tell you where I heard of the Highgate Vampire. Where? Just to clear up with listeners. Uh, if you remember last year, me and Tiss went to a oh, yeah, thing like in Reading. The speech, The yeah. seriously thing. Seriously the guy, The one who didn't listen to anyone who listened to the vampire guy. Yeah, yeah, the guy who found, who knew about the vampire... The Highgate Vampire, yep. who was like in the middle of that whole, the whole shenanigans surrounding that. Okay, he did a talk there about it. Okay, and that's what. Uh, but he basically came on stage and was like, "Right, I never said I saw any blood sucking vampire." And uh, he didn't want to talk about vampires. <laughs> he really yeah, disappointed yeah. everyone. Yeah, and he wouldn't speak into the microphone. No one could understand him. <laughs> and he got like ushered off stage. And then someone asked him a question. And he was like. What are you, you bleeding saying? He got all that like, angry. <laughs> it was like a real, like, muted, like, clap at the end as he went. And it was my highlight of the day. It was amazing. Um, so, what's the actual story about the Highgate vampire? It was basically, it was a guy called, um, <laughs> called what was his name? <laughs> Good old Jim. Um, no, basically, I have it on my phone. Basically, in the, in the cemetery, two guys and people were saying, that they were spotting a vampire a monks or a figure in the graveyard hmm. and this guy kind of got like a bit carried away with it when I read this or when researched it to me like I'm calling bullshit on this one straight away because well you think they saw anything or do you think they saw something but then it was like no, it's a vampire I think, I think the whole story I think was a bit of a publicity stunt when I was researching it right so basically um, what's his name right so basically like one of the, this guy basically went to go and have a look because he thought Satanists were behind, like, resurrecting this vampire that came from Europe in a coffin. Oh, really? So he thought, like, Satanists were behind it. So then he said to the... He, like, told everyone that he'd seen it originally. Right. But then he went down there as, like, a vampire hunter. And, like, him and this other guy were, like, competing to, like, try and find it, to, like, build it up in the papers. It's like a TV show. Yeah, I know. It's, it's like a reality it's show. So, it's so ridiculous. Um, I'm trying to find... Right, so one was called uh, Sean Manchester. Right. And that was the other guy that I read about. I can't remember his bloody name. Oh, it annoy me now. Um, oh, Farrett, there you go. So, Sean David Manchester. Farrett, he's the guy yeah, who was there. Yeah, he's Farrett. the guy who I met. He's the one. Oh, you met yeah, him? That's the guy. That's he who met was David like, Farrett. Oh, I never saw yeah. Blood well, he's the one. He's the one I'm reading about. It's Doom Heading. 
Because right. him and Sean went against each other to go and find this vampire in Highgate. Right. And in this picture here, that's him, like, obviously for the papers, like, pose. So he's put, like, a cross together. <laughs> he's put right. a cross out of two bits of wood stuck together and then went down the stake. Right. So basically he went down there and in the paper I read from the time, which I think it was 1970s, kind of that time. Mm-hmm. Um... I can't believe that's the guy I met. Yeah, this yeah. is him young. He's an idiot. Like, he was amazing. He's an interview. I saw an interview of him. Like, <laughs> but basically, he got um, he got arrested because he was like going down there. And I said, "What are you doing down there?" And he's like, "I'm on the hunt for it." And they're like, "You you been you know people were scared of you being down there with this steak and all the rest of it." Mm. So he kept trying to sneak back down there and stuff, and like just kept getting arrested because he was just trying to find it. Right. Because he's the one who initially said he saw something in Highgate, and then Sean also said it, but then they. He had, <laughs> Thing with David, say so he had no evidence. Right. So one of them said, "Oh, there's loads of foxes turning up dead, but no one knows what's killing them." And then the other one who didn't have any information was like, "Well, that's what. That's obviously the Highgate vampire." David Farrant was basically making out of the talk like, "I never saw." Said I saw. He kept saying every time he said vampire, he wouldn't say it. He would say, "Blood sucking vampire," like that. He was just like he saw a figure, and then everyone misconstrued it as to it was a vampire. But if he was literally taking pictures of him like holding stakes, like sneaking, yeah. then he's full of shit. No, that's what I mean. But they, apparently, he went in and was like building up, and it was what I think it was a publicity thing because yeah. he was getting publicity and became a celeb. And he's now a trained psychic who's released a book about the Highgate vampire. So, Mister Grumpy on stage saying he don't want to talk about it. Why would he then go and release a book? And his whole career has all been made around the Highgate vampire. He's he started his uh, speech by trying to hook up a. Laptop <laughs> to the projector. You see what I mean? He's always been ridiculous. And um, just playing a documentary about the Highgate vampire for yeah. like the first twenty minutes of his talk. He's on YouTube. You type in Highgate vampire. He's the first guy you see with yeah, grey yeah. hair he hanging down. He's got like longish grey hair. Yeah, yeah. He was he was just the highlight of that day. It was unbelievable. Yeah, so you actually met the guy who's like around this, which is yeah, so yeah. it's quite big at the time when it came out. Like um, people were really scared because originally it was figures, and it was other people who said that they'd seen them, but. David almost was like, I'll find it and kill it. The hosts were like so excited to introduce him. Yeah. They were like, oh, I'm with us today. The like the man in the hi- in the middle of the Highgate vampire, you know, conspiracy, Mr. David Farrant. And they were like waving him on stage. And yeah, he was just he like, oh, like trying to hook up his thing on stage. And like you could see like that. <laughs> as soon as he started talking, they were like, oh, God. Like, their faces. What, what, what the most face? enjoyment I could get was watching the organisers' faces when he started going off on one. What we on that's the only way I can explain it. He went off on one. Well, I don't know. If, to be fair, if, you, if, you're, if you're that type of person that you're basing your life hunting a vampire, did he believe it or was he playing up to papers? I think a bit of both. Like, mm. But the fact he's saying he hates it and he's still doing it, I don't really know. But uh, the idea of the actual the va- what's the, the story is more about him in the papers going after it than the actual vampire itself. Yeah. There isn't actually much about the creature. It's more about the, someone saw a figure, dead foxes turned up, and no one knew what was killing them. Mm. But then David added, "Oh yeah, they're being attacked by the neck," and it's like from what they? I could hear, it was just like people were seeing like a tall figure, and then people were like vampire straight away. Yeah, yeah. There was no kind of link to vampire. Like really, the only thing was the fox thing, but that was like loosely based. So I, I think a couple of dead foxes turned up, and then he was like, "Oh, that's definitely the vampire." Right. When no, it's just a couple of dead foxes because something's happened. Right. So this one instantly, like when I read it, I was getting more and more annoyed because, like, the more I got into it, it was like already there were like. Normally, when they what annoy like do you know what I mean to, to write about ghosts and it's it's crap, but they're like some would believe or like it's yeah. worded in a way that you're like, oh okay. I don't necessarily believe this, but it's worded well, and it, and it seems like it could be a possibility. Whereas this one, straight away, it was like, hang on, there's too many loose ends here to begin with, mm. and David's, like, trying to keep it all together in his little pot, and I'm like, well, David, like, it's ridiculous. You were down there... Give up, David. You were Just down with the Sunday mirror of your steak, going around catacombs, and then got arrested because you were on private property. Mm. Trying to hunt something, like, do you know what I mean? And then he made up all this stuff about... And it's, it's, when I kept reading, his statements kept changing. So yeah. originally he was like, oh, it's a European vampire that came over with Satanists and then he was like oh I never said that but it definitely was a vampire from Europe I didn't say about Satanists so he kept like changing his story apparently okay so you don't really go much for the Highgate Vampire I think the Highgate Vampire was a massive publicity stunt and I think right. it got built up because like people like David were feeding the fire constantly and making lies up to keep adding to the story Okay. I think the actual facts behind it and what it was actually involved in are re- relatively small and not there, there, isn't, there aren't much facts I think it's all fiction mm-hmm you know, there may have been a thing initially, and other people who weren't David said they saw it, so there could have been something in the graveyard, but... What do you think it was if it wasn't a blood-sucking vampire? I don't know, it's just a spirit of someone in the graveyard. I don't... It's really weird, like, I, I love the concept of vampires, but I firmly believe that 
it's just too ludicrous for a vampire to be. I don't. Do you know what I mean? Do you think vampires are fictional? Yeah. Yeah. They're they're great. They're That's the conclusion we came to in Transylvania. Yeah. They are just an amazingly well-made character that was made up. Yeah. Whereas ghosts, kind of like, people will have accounts of ghosts, but I don't know many people who are like, I've definitely seen a vampire, and it's kind of mm. like the idea that like it's hanging in Highgate. Like we're around here. It's like seeing a mummy. We're around here at the moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's a bit of Scooby. It's like a it's really a cool. Scoob- it's a bit Scooby Doo. Yeah, it's a really cool like monster character, creepy stories. But I can't. I don't think a mummy's real. People, mummies are real. Like people mummified. Yeah. And people saw them and thought, well, that's a cool creature for like books and films or whatever. And it's the same with vampires. It's just like folklore, Romanian folklore. I would. I'd like. I like the idea if they were like. I don't. I wouldn't like the idea. <laughs> I don't know. I think again, like if this whole vampire thing, like around this area, if there was a vampire, like surely there would be like a uh, people who had been murdered or hmm. all the rest of it. There's none of that. Um, the only thing that I could say that maybe these figures were like it, that logically would make sense is David says about like Satanists used to use the graveyard for like black magic. So mm-hmm. maybe if there was like a weird group like that. See, to me, that's creepier because that's real. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So some weird Satanists went into yeah, that yeah, graveyard and did Satanist some black it. magic. Yeah, potentially, which is where he. I believe that. So maybe if there were weird figures hanging around, it could have been people like that yeah. around this area who like some lanky goth who was going to do some. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and everyone. But if you saw that at night and there's someone hanging about in there in like cloaks mm. and stuff like that, you know, because people dress as vampires. Like that's, that's why they close it now. That's a common thing, though, isn't it? People dress as vampires. Mm. You know, and goths like you know look at gothic people and the kind of clothing they wear. Like if you saw someone at night in there with that kind of style on it, you could easily mistake it for. So I could understand where it came from initially, but I think you just got built up. Mm. You used to be a goth, didn't you? Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stand out. <laughs> Let's go look at this building. Have you got any other stories from Highgate? No. Oh, I have. Do you want to walk and talk? So, well, yeah. So, how close was that? How close is what I've set to what you researched? I don't. I didn't research. I left that one to you. Oh, completely okay. Yeah, so that was all new to you. Look. Yeah. I knew. I I'd heard of. I love that you'd met him. Though. That's I'd heard of the Highgate vampire, and I'd met David Ferran. I couldn't really hear what he was talking about because he wasn't speaking into the mic. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and I knew we'd come here today, so I thought oh, I'll chuck that one to James. Little duck pond here. Yeah. Mama, Mama Goose. So you know we said about how big the uh, cemetery was. Yeah. Do you know how many people are buried there? Go on. Right, let me have a guess. I'm going to say five thousand. One hundred and seventy thousand. One hundred and seventy. So I'm not even close. One hundred and seventy thousand. So yeah, it's a big old place. 170 across 53,000 graves crazy isn't it yeah uh, there's some famous people buried here okay I'll tell you some names here Douglas Adams author okay Karl Marx Charles Dickens Charles Dickens wow okay Charles Dickens yeah. buried here you know that name don't you yeah Charles Charles. Uh, it's known for its ghosts and strange happenings yeah. uh, the Highgate vampire was said to be 7 foot tall dark have piercing eyes and wear a long black coat and top hat Seven foot tall. Yeah. Tall goth. Yeah. Piercing eyes. Piercings. That was misconstrued. Yeah. Yeah. Right, piercings. <laughs> he has eyes. Piercings. <laughs> yeah. Wears a long black coat, top hat, said to vanish into thin air. <laughs> Magician goth. Uh, there's also a red-eyed ghoul that's been spotted here. I like that. Like that I'm more interested in, like the red-eyed ghoul, because it's like there isn't much known about those, uh, what a ghoul could be. Oh, anything. this is creepy. There was a report of a red-eyed ghoul who peered through the graveyard gates at a man whose car broke down. Really? Yeah. But that could be like the light reflecting off like a deer or something. No, that's that one. I, I like stories like that because if yeah. you were like in that situation, like I peered through there earlier, didn't I? Like looking yeah. through when it was closed and like my head was like up against it. So yeah, imagine yeah. someone doing that back, it'd be terrifying. There's an old insane woman ghost seen running along the gravestones with her hair flowing as she looks for her children that she once murdered. Oh, <laughs> oh that's juicy. It get more and more juicy as it went like, on. I could chew it, that is. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Chew it. I like to chew it, chew it. Other popular ghosts here. Popular ghosts include. It's a fucking night out. <laughs> See which one of these? This is like the three people you do want on a night out. Uh-huh. Other popular ghosts here include a dark shrouded figure. Is, a, that, all, is that all we know about him? A businessman. <laughs> and a floating nun. How are they popular? Like, I don't understand what they. Just they've seen, been seen a lot, I guess. So one businessman, one floating nun. Yeah. What was the other one? Um, dark shrouded figure. Oh, of course, that's one I forget. Yeah. So that's the Highgate Cemetery. What else is around here then? Um, and what other, is that? I think uh, that's all the stories we've got. Well, would you want your fancy drink? 
Yeah, so you got that one. You got that pub, pub down the road. Let's go to that, and that's another one on your list. Last one on the list. Okay. We've, I've skipped a couple out, so we've got something to visit for next time. Okay. All right, do you fancy a pint then? Yeah, let's go. Off let's to the get, flask. Let's go and get a, tibble, a flask. Hmm. Okay, I'm excited for this. Okay, got to find out where it is. Right, let's get a beer. We are going into the flask now. Having a brew. Yeah. Two beers. Mm. Fire roaring down there. Well, I say roaring, embering. <laughs> it's warm. Yeah, it's, it's warm, isn't it? Okay, cheers. So here we are in the flask. It's like the way we kept sitting in. Yeah, no, this is much nicer. <laughs> so this, this one, when we catch our breath and chill out. I don't know anything about this place. All I know is it looks to me like a classic kind of country pub. Yeah. But we're, we're in quite a weird part of London anyway. Yeah. You've never been there before. Never been there. No. Never. Yeah. It's both first impressions of us. Highgate. We're in Highgate. We're in Highgate. From the cemetery. But yeah, you know something about this place. That's yeah, I'll catch my breath yeah. and I'll look through my notes and we'll talk. Maybe we'll ask the plant guy down the bar if he's ever seen a ghost. Okay. okay. So the flask. Yeah. Haunted. Okay. Um, thought to have been here since as early as 1663. So this whole place is 1663, okay. Yeah. Um, according to the 1936 Survey of London, it was roughly estimated to have been around since 1663. Well, it has got low ceilings and beams and open fires. Uh-huh. Um... Thought to be named after the flasks of mineral water that were purchased here in the 18th century when Hampstead was popular for its wells. Okay. Okay. So there are a few ghosts that seem to linger around this tavern. A Spanish barmaid hanged herself in the pub cellar over unrequited love for the publican, and this area is now a seating area. Is that where we're sitting? Mm, it's a cellar, so maybe there must be a room below. Well, this is the lowest point in the pub. It may be. That's maybe it. Um, there is also claims of a man in a cavalier uniform who was seen uh, crossing the room in the main bar and then vanishing into a pillar. Is there a pillar in that main bar room? Yeah. So he vanishes into that. Okay. Um, another spooky story is that this pub was the site for one of the first ever autopsies. It was covertly conducted with a fresh body taken from Highgate Cemetery. Oh no! Oh no, they didn't. Yeah, they did. Who let that happen? Um, there was a lot of uh, the public, grave robbers, wasn't there? Yeah, grave yeah. Robbers, so and we, they carried out that that fucking hill. We walked up. Oh, <laughs> they carried a cadaver up there. Did they? <laughs> they must have, wouldn't they? How else yeah, exactly? Cart, wheelbarrow. Although he doesn't haunt this place, it is said that the highwayman Dick Turpin visited the pub whilst on the run from the authorities. Uh, the famous figures include Byron, Keats, and Shelley, who are regulars. Okay. So that's, that's it, that's the hauntings in the pub. But maybe we can ask. Uh, yeah, but again, I find the most creepy stuff out of that is the fact an autopsy happened in this pub. Mm. Like that one, you know what I mean? Again, always, you, yeah, I always yeah. find it more creepy when there's like, it's a bit more human. Yeah, exactly, well, exactly. You think, if I was thinking as well, if they're doing it anyway, this is probably the biggest room as well. Mm-hmm. So if I was here, I'd think, get it in there. There's no way they're going to be bringing it all around, that, around the pillars around there, it's awkward. If I was coming in here now, this would be the room I'd pick yeah. the one we're in if you had to do an autopsy if I had to do an autopsy last <laughs> one that table we'd be on this table well, that's long enough we're yeah, on the same table yeah legs off the end what they do yeah but there's a, there's a big thing around London grave robbers isn't there they used to sell, mm-hmm. sell the bodies to medical sites well, that's Edinburgh was it Edinburgh as well no, that's Edinburgh oh, the ones okay. I've heard about are Edinburgh yeah, every good story is a bad one as well I find the idea of those people back in the time coming from Highgate Cemetery bringing a body up here just absolutely ludicrous mm. the hill we went up was just absolutely <laughs> we were trying to talk and we were just like yeah. huffing and puffing yeah. all the way up yeah that's a long long thing they would have done that in the dead of the night and mm. like, you can really picture it in your head like it's kind of like yes. the characters yes. and the so old people used to be in these yes. areas and, and um, I don't know yeah, it's really interesting it's famous for mineral water um, apparently that's um, what is it when did it say like that flask uh, of mineral water yeah purchased here in the 18th century so mineral water um, you can imagine this place it's quite chilled and nice and it's almost sophisticated now because it's because it's old fashioned but at the time it would have been busting I think maybe 
because this is a lesser part of London in a sense quieter place isn't it really yeah. back then it might have been a lot more kind of lively this almost feels like a, a little village on its own yeah which is what you know cities start out as you know yeah, yeah, yeah. it was probably a town and it gets swallowed up and it was bigger and bigger right let's ask the ball so I just spoke to the uh, the barmaid and the barman <clears throat> and didn't see nothing um, you know you do beg the question is it to get tourists in or has something happened sign out so yeah we left the flask we asked the well, James went up and asked the people behind the bar if they'd ever seen any of these ghosts they weren't having it were they they weren't interested no he said I'm too drunk for that mate is he or is he keeping secrets <laughs> been know. told to cover it up yeah, he's covered it yeah, up yeah you like I was saying like when I look up haunted pubs in London that was one that came up again yeah, and again and again be, they think they would be like excited about working there and, like around all the like they just they we seem, can't have been they, the only people who yeah, ever asked they seem like they're the only people that have, like when I asked them it was like a, they'd never been asked before they're like no no sorry I was like alright not fast don't we care. said no and they're pointing to the door don't ask about ghosts maybe they were ghosts I think yeah maybe it would make more sense <laughs> oh yeah that would make more sense anyway as we walk down this uh, street have you enjoyed your day James? yeah it's been really good yeah it has been I yeah I'd say the top bit was probably Bleeding Heart you like Bleeding Heart Yard Bleeding Heart Yard I hate the story but like that, that place was quite cool yeah yeah it's very like very old England like it was very exciting so definitely if you're in London go and look at the Bleeding Heart um, there yeah. were a number of places which we didn't have time to visit. Um, we've been walking around for hours. <laughs> it has been hours. It's been all day. Yeah, yeah we're yeah. walking all day, knackered. But it's been good fun. Um, and there's definitely enough weird London stories for me to visit, like, at least twice. Because I, I already know I've got at least two more episodes worth of content for I, me to I visit, revisit also, London. If you want to do something different um, that doesn't cost too much, I think, like... I've gone to so many different areas today and we've got my, my Oyster card like six quid and it's got me all around today and yeah I've visited some really amazing parts and just the bits we don't comment on like the scenery around us like the big buildings and the parks we're seeing and just yeah it's been really good so if you're in London and you want to do something different then I definitely suggest kind of hitting up some of these spots to do your own research and yeah have a good look you know what if you're a tourist in London uh, hit me up on the uh, contact so you can contact us at unexplainableuk at mail.com um, where you can just send us anything say hi send us suggestions and like I say if you're visiting London let me know I can point you to some interesting weird places um, you can also find all the contact details for everything at weirdtalesandtheunexplainable.com where you can find mine beefs and Tissa's Twitter accounts the Facebook page everything like that facebook.com slash weirdtalesandtheunexplainable etc etc you know all the normal contact stuff and um, there you go Anything else to add, James? Thanks for joining me again. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Thanks for having me. Um, stay classy. I always say the same thing. Well, um, we're just walking down from Highgate now after our little last little walk around the cemetery and, the, and having a pint in the flask. So until next time, bye, Gate, for now. <laughs> you got one better one than that. Is it terrible that I don't? That is that. Bye, Gate. Until next time. Thanks a bunch. <laughs> Thanks a bunch. Yeah, good bunch. Because the banana, because the banana donut you had. Because <laughs> yeah, the banana donut. Call back. Yeah. Um, no, I've got nothing. Uh, yeah. I, I literally try and think of them. You uh, had the best donut of your life today, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> See you Thanks next week, guys. Banana cream. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? A lot of people say this is art. But I think if I was his family and I knew this had happened, I'd be down here saying, get him out. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 